Batman! Holy guilty movie pleasures, Batman! We're covering the silliest superhero movie ever! The 1966 classic, Batman the Movie! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasures. Oh, yes. Guilty Movie Pleasure fans, we're back. We took a long hiatus. I don't even remember how long it's been. And if you've never seen this show before, you have no idea what I look like. And I want to keep it that way. Strange stuff. On the show, though, I have a special guest today. Joe Doyle's on the show. Hey, what's up, guys? Great to be here. Great to be here. Where where can they find you? Where do you usually reside? Uh, I reside on the the interwebs on uh, Mm -hmm. Twitter and and, uh, Facebook, all at JoJo Doyle. All right, and yeah. they can see you on AfterBuzz. Oh right, yeah, you well. can see me on Hard Knocks uh, After Show, and then uh, all around town doing stand-up comedy. All right, all right. Yeah, you can see me dressing up like a toddler in the studio right now. Uh, there's a story behind this uh, adult onesie, which, by the way, I'm going to stand up because it's full-on footy pajamas. That's epic. Cake, everything, utility belts. It's everything, and uh, there's a story behind this show. Uh, a few years ago for Christmas, I put this on my list to my parents as a joke because I send them like a Amazon wish list, and I was like, "There's no way they're gonna buy me this. It's it's too silly." And it was like seventy bucks. It was really expensive for something really silly. And then it's one of the only things I got, and then like a check with money. But it was like they thought it was hilarious. So if you live in Southern California, you can never wear these sort of pajamas. At, well, first off, because I'm a grown man. Second <laughs> off. Because it's so hot in these things. But I'm going to try for the entirety of this show to wear this silly, silly uh, onesie adult pajamas. I um, believe in you. I think you, know? you can do and it. And I just, because I want to keep my secret identity for any newcomers that are watching. You know, you'll have to go Google Ben Begley. I'm going to be terrified what shows up. <laughs> Anyways, today we are talking the 19th, in honor of Suicide Squad. That's why I chose this one. Uh, first off, did you see Suicide Squad? I have yet to see okay. Suicide Squad. Okay. I'm, I'm excited to see it, though. I, I You know, for the, the something I want to say, I think that we need to squash the beef between the Marvel and the DC fans out there. This year has been incredibly brutal between those fans and the message boards and all that, where they're just attacking each other. It's like the Hillary and Donald Trump fans, but with superhero movies. <laughs> and it's not that it's not that serious, everybody. They're just movies. Yeah, sure, object- subjectively, some are better than others, whatever. But you can be a DC fan and a Marvel fan. I can like Batman and Wolverine. He's not even in the Marvel Studio pictures. I can like Captain America. I'm saying let's all unite in one geek army in camaraderie. The coolest thing, and I know I'm getting on a soapbox here, but the coolest thing that fanboys need to remember is that your fandom is being celebrated by millions of people that used to think it was too nerdy to say, oh, let's, I don't want to see a movie about it. Now people are making them in the dozens every year. That's what's awesome. So get off your high horse and just be excited and celebrate the fact that the things you used to have to hide from bullies, now the bullies wish they were cool enough to like. Boom! All right, that's my nerd. That's my nerd rant for the day. Drop the mic. Bringing DC and Marvel fans together. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I, got, <laughs> I must be getting heat stroke in this already. No, I, I agree with you 100%. I just, like, yeah, I just see it. It's too. I like Suicide Squad. I enjoyed it. It has its problems, but I thought it was fun, and I thought uh, I want to see more Joker and Harley Quinn for sure. And uh, I think that the squad itself was a lot of fun. I'm interested in more movies with them. But anyways, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the 1966 classic. If you have not seen this movie, which um, I had never seen, I had seen the show, 
but I'd never seen the movie until last night. And it is the silliest, greatest thing I've seen in recent memory because I, I it, it, obviously this show was intentionally campy. They don't think that the, the plots of the bad guys are legitimate or it, it's, it revels in its camp in the greatest way. It's like in 1966, I feel like the writer went to their toddler grandson or whatever and was like, hey, what do you think the villain should do? And he's like, uh, well, maybe Joker has a hidden jack-in-the-box that shoots Batman and Robin out a window, and then Penguin has an exploding octopus, and then they land right on it and blow up. Then that's it. And that's, if you think that's absurd, that's the bad guy's plan in this movie, is to lure Batman and Robin to their yacht, where they have a gun that dehydrates people into multicolored sand which you think would kill them, right, Joe? Yeah, like I don't, like, and I don't understand how that they can just be like sand and there's like, <laughs> like there's things that are going. There's like little like gusts of wind. They that get go blown on. together and then they separate them later yeah, on. That makes no and sense. they're fine. And and I know I know that guy at some point inhaled some of that because when he yeah. sneezed, he goes <gasps> like some yeah. of, some of Germany went inside of his exactly. nose. Exactly, and we'll get to this, but when they go to the World Federation, whatever it is. Every character is like a Team America stereotype of that nationality. I know. Where like they're like shalom, shalom, and then the other guy's like nine, nine. They just keep repeating like one word in that language that American audiences would understand. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, that guy's definitely Russian. Like, okay, el mundo, yeah. el mundo, paz, la paz, and you're like, wait, what? What? This is not real sentences. I know enough of different languages to know that you didn't actually write. Real dialogue. And they're just all yelling those yeah. same phrases back and it's forth fantastic. at each other. It is. We'll get to that. But first, so I saw it last night, and, and I was laughing my ass off the entire time. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to bag on Batman versus Superman because it had its great moments, too. It had some stuff that bothered me. I like But I got to see this. the ultimate cut. I hear the ultimate cut's way better. I think that it just got neutered in story, uh, some of the things that happened. But I will say that this movie, by far, is not a good film, but it's... So fun. It's one of the most fun superhero movies I've ever seen because it's absurd. Like I said, it's like a toddler wrote it and then adults acted out this toddler's fever dream. While dropping acid. Yes. I feel like... When did did you see it for the first time? This morning. This morning? This morning. I woke up... We're virgins to Batman 1966. Yeah. I mean, again, I've seen seen the the TV show, so I knew that it was going to be campy. I love... Caesar is the Joker. Especially <laughs> his mustache. That's the best. Tell him if if you didn't know, Joe knows this. So tell the audience what what's going on with his mustache because so, some people don't know that. Caesar he's, he's known for his mustache. He loves his mustache. Caesar Romero. And he won't shave it. So they put the Joker makeup over his stash. It's we, so obvious. And it's so it's so hard. I had a beard for like 3 years. It's so hard to put makeup yeah. on hair. And I guess I mean that's how big of a star power uh, draw he had. And he's a great Joker though. He's yeah. he's a lot of fun. Oh, I think I think he's debatably one of I, I think he's one of my favorites. Top I would say top two or three. Like of my favorites. Okay. Okay. Like I Try mean to, for different reasons. Yeah, you yeah. know, each one has their own like, okay, this is the the, the batshit crazy joker, that's my favorite yeah. one. Or, you know, like this is the fun joker that's my he's favorite. He's the fun one. He's so ridiculous. Yeah. So uh I guess let's try and do the plot in under three minutes because I really want to get into these sound clips because they're so absurd. I don't even know if I can remember the plot because it's such a non sequitur thing, but let's try anyways. So I'll take I'll take lead and then I'll pass it off to you and I have no peripherals so I'm going to be turned this way a lot during this the show. Great. This is great. And Zach, if people in the message board say take that stupid mask off, we're tired of looking at it. Let me know. I'll probably keep it on anyways. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. Uh, I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they ask, I'm not going to let you. Don't, don't. <laughs> it's not it's not smoldering in here yet. So here we go. 
Uh, we're gonna start this off. You ready in the booth, Zach? We are. I have a fuzzy in my nose from this. It's fine. In three, two, one. So basically, we start off with this kind of janky James Bondish opening where there are these spotlights following a criminal around, and Batman and Robin are running, and they dedicate it to all the fun-loving movie fans out there. And then uh, we, we, there's a Batcopter, and they go after this yacht that supposedly has an invention, and this guy that's really important, and they don't know who stole it or whatever yet. And the, Batman and Robin are flying in the Batcopter, and a shark attacks Batman, and Batman's punching him forever, and Robin's just looking at him like. Oh, I don't know what to do. And then he gets the shark repellent spray, sprays the shark, and then the shark falls in the water and blows up. Then the boat disappears, and they're like, ah, that's weird. The boat was never there. I don't understand why. Then they go back and shit. Uh, they go back and oh, we find out that the villains are planning this whole thing, that they've kidnapped the the Commodore, and he has this invention that's yet to be revealed, and they, they're living atop of a bar where pirates are brawling in the bottom, and then they reveal their main scheme, and then what happens? And then after they reveal their main scheme is they're going to take over the, uh, the defense council. Yes. Uh, they decide, okay, well, this is what we have to do. We have to go and get them. He, they find out how that, it, that these people are behind it and try to defend against this you know, craziness that's going yeah. on. And so, so they, once they try to stop them first, the Batman and Robin go again, right? To right. They go them. again to try and stop them, and and they end up failing. They, yeah. they just don't do it ever. They never <laughs> do anything right. Yeah, the torpedo. I think it's like I think that's the time where the torpedoes are shot at them, and they get like, and the the porpoise jumps in the way and saves their lives. Aquaman. So, so they keep consistently like running into the bad guys, and then having them right there, and then something happens, and they just leave. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then they come back, and then they just leave. Then what happens to the World Health guy or the World Association? So they get there. They have the dehydrator gun. Take it away. Then they shoot everyone with the dehydrator gun, changing them into all these different colored, <laughs> you know, a, like things of, of like the ash. wedding sand that you that they mix together to be like the joining of our families. Yeah, and then then they realize, okay, well, we got this, but now we need to get rid of Batman and Robin because they're the only people that can stop us from really hatching this plan. Yeah. So Catwoman decides to uh, get all sexy. Yeah, Miss and- Kit. Kitka, 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 yeah. And she seduces Batman saying... The if we weirdest get... seduction scenes ever. Yeah, one she's like, minute. I'm... A... Oh, one minute. Oh, so she said, okay, I'm going to get Bruce Wayne, and then they don't know that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah. So then when they get him, they're like, where's, where's Batman? Batman? Why is what's he showing up? On? Yeah, so they try to figure out what's going on. Meanwhile, Bruce Wayne, who's actually Batman, fights his way out of there, decides to get, leave, gets back and joins forces with Robin again, and then that's when they join back up to try and figure out what's going to go on. And they go, and they basically find this submarine, and I, I miss, I'm skipping some things because there's ridiculous shit that happens. There's like, uh, they, they bombard the submarine with several bat blasts, they call it, until it finally surfaces. Then there's this bang, wow, and then they do the kaplow and all that. And there's this huge brawl between all these pirates that constantly throughout the entire film just say yo-ho to any order the Penguin gives them. They're fighting the Penguin, they're fighting the Riddler, they're fighting Catwoman. Well, not really, Catwoman just kind of goes, Rrr. And she pushes people off <laughs> yeah, of the boat. She, they don't really, you know, they don't want to hit a woman. I get it. It's the 60s. Uh, anyway, so then they're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting, and then they defeat them. They get the, they rehydrate all the, all the ambassadors and they're all yelling at each other and Batman goes, it's time for us to leave. I think this is, our job here is done and they go out the window. Huh. Oh, man. Man, I started getting into the minutia of the fight and I almost I almost didn't make it. That's all right, you got it. I almost it. didn't make it. I got fuzzies from this thing all up in my grill. My favorite part about the end oh is that God. like they all started sa- they were speaking the completely different languages and Batman and Robin were like, "Well, Time to go. I, just... Our job here is done. Yes, it's so good. So there, Joe, there are so many things in this that are so silly. Um, I love the instant costume lever changer that they have. Because Batman and Robin go down this fireman's pole, and they flip a switch that's literally called 
instant costume lever ch- or something like the instant costume lever change and uh, or instant costume change lever. They flip it and then they suddenly have their costumes on. Right. Logistically, I don't even know how that makes sense. Those are very tight costumes. And they're like balled up in the fetal position. Yeah. So it's not like they're like the Iron Man style. They you just know? land into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like- it's so hilarious. Like, you know when a movie starts off with a rubber shark getting attached to Batman's leg and him punching him for what seemed like 20 minutes while Robin just goes, ooh, ooh. And then he's like, can we play the shark repellent spray uh, clip, actually? Because it's so good. This is how the movie starts. The first action Hand me down the shark repellent bat spray. And everything is super blatantly labeled. Like, yeah. shark repellent bat spray. How do they... Not know it was there. They have to plan ahead for every possible outcome. And yeah. they have it. They do. I don't but know they forget how. about it. They're like, you, if you have super specific yeah. bat spray and barracuda spray and manta ray yeah. spray, you're going to remember you have Why it. Why did it take them so long to remember, oh, I should do that? And then Robin, for being an acrobat and a gymnast, takes so long to get down the ladder and then like awkwardly hangs upside down and is like, eh, and then he's like, boom, exploding shark. And uh, that's what I, I was like, wait a second. Did it explode because yeah. it hit the water? But then I realized that it was all part of Penguin's magic Yeah, see, plan. at first I just thought that this shark rep- repellent spray was just like super murderous toward endangered species in the ocean. <laughs> and I was like, Batman, not cool. And by the way, people, including myself, who got mad at Batman vs. Superman for Batman being a serial killer, Batman, even though this movie's campy, has some violent tendencies. Later, I'm skipping ahead, but when he finds out that Miss Kitka might be in danger, he's so love-struck, or just like... Whipped. Whipped. Whatever. He, he's threatening the villains. He's like, if you harm her, I'll murder each and every one of you. And you're like, Jesus, Batman! This is, you're supposed to be, like, fun-loving. You've and only known her for a couple days, dude. He's like, I will, kill, I will kill you, and then I'll chase after your families, and I'll make them all see your decapitated head. Okay, he doesn't go that far, but it's, it's, it's insinuated. <laughs> it was. It was we'll get into Kitka, because that is some of my favorite stuff. And they, <laughs> I don't understand. So then they go to this press conference where they're like, we're just normal people underneath these costumes and we can't show our face and Miss Kitka's there so blatantly Catwoman with a Russian accent like I've never understood the whole like right now you may not know what I look like because I have at least half my face covered but when it's just this like that's not that much to not know you're gonna see bone structure still it's like seeing somebody with glasses and then without and being like holy shit you're a different person I guess that's the Clark Kent (laughs) thing but you know it's just hilarious to me. So this is another one of my favorite uh, sound clips is just uh, when they're saying, they're trying to figure out things and Batman says precisely. Just how Adam West says precisely makes me laugh. Precisely. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Everything in his intonation. I don't want to keep going on with that because the best, the next one is where um, they, how they figure it all out. Uh-huh. How they figure out. I wrote it. I was so great. It was so amazing. So they're like, who could have done this? Who could have made a boat disappear with an invention and have exploding sharks? And the commissioner, the Irish police guy, which I don't understand, or Scottish, I'm not sure. He talks like like this, like he's a leprechaun police officer. And he says, but Batman, how could we figure this out? So we have the four of them figuring it out. Can we play the four work together clip? Could be any one of them, but which one? Which ones? Oh, yeah, Pretty. of course. Fishy, what happened to me on that uh. ladder? You mean, but there's a fish that could be a penguin. But wait, it happened at sea. See? See for Catwoman. <laughs> Whoa! Yet, that exploding shark was pulling my leg. The joke. <laughs> it all adds up to a sinister riddle. 
Riddler. Riddler? Oh, thought strikes me. So dreadful, I scarcely dare give it utterance. The four of them. I don't know what's my favorite because they're all so good. Pretty fishy. What was that? Where there's fish, there's penguins. C, C for Catwoman. And then, but that shark was pulling my leg. It's like, no, no. And then, but the best one is the riddle. It's quite a riddle. Riddler. Riddler. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was something like in South Park. They did something like that. I feel like they were like just ridiculous ways to come around to like the conclusions of things. I guarantee you the villains didn't think that out. They weren't like, hey, they'll put out to sea, sea with cat, even though sea is actually S-E-A. Maybe they'll, you know, say sea because it sounds like sea for Catwoman. None of the, it's all non sequiturs. What if they refer to it as the ocean? Yeah, that, exactly. Who are they going to... Because technically it is an ocean. It's yeah. not a sea. No. Unless Precisely. You're in the, unless you're in the <laughs> Baltic Sea. If you're in the Baltic Sea or the Red Sea. Yeah. Sea of Cortez. I could go on all day, see? Anyways, oh my god. That's, so that's just that's just the tip of the iceberg in this movie. We're going to keep going because I, I, so, I feel like this entire episode is going to be sound clips because that's what this movie is. It's, it's absurd. And I talked about how the in the beginning how the bar that these supervillains are living on top of is like a pirate fight den where like they're all just punching and hitting each other and then they go up top and they've tricked this Commodore into thinking that he's out to sea still by having a window with a with a guy with a flipper f- sloshing water. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Like this guy's got and they don't they don't drug him or anything. Like, no. You think like if he was drugged, okay maybe but no, he was just dumb. For being a brilliant inventor, he has poor life skills. Yeah. Well I mean considering his invention that he picked, I mean a brilliant is a, is very generous. I don't know what it was supposed to do it, they said like a whiskey dehydrator or something. Yeah. But then it also dehydrates people well, that's the thing. It's like whiskey dehydration. I don't feel like that's going to change the world that no, much. No, but dehydrating people is big. Yeah, I still don't understand how they come back to life. <laughs> but whatever. I said we talked about the mustache. Oh my god. The um, the best thing is the bat boat when they hop into it in the beginning. Uh, it's just docked at a. All their vehicles are very blatantly. I, Batman clearly has a bat ego complex in this movie, where it's like, give me the bat gas, give me the bat boat, give me the bat copter, give me the bat repellent, uh, the the repellent shark bat spray. It's like, oh my god, dude, we get it. It's all we, your thing. You get your fixated on bats, all right. I, I want to know why did no one like messed up, messed around with the bat helicopter? They're yeah. just at the airport or the bat boats that just sitting at the Santa Barbara docks. Yeah, just hanging out. Why don't hey villains? Here's an idea. Put a bomb in there. When he turns it on, boom, no more bat. There you Instead go. of your ridiculously stupid plans that make absolutely so, no sense that even a toddler playing with their Batman toys wouldn't make up. So then we have them at the buoy. They get to the buoy because they're trying to figure out how this mirage was made where this boat... Which they don't really explain that. A lot of stuff is like happens off camera and then they over-explain it later. Like I don't remember the boat disappearing, but maybe I was looking down to write notes. But then they're like, ah, there was a mirage. There was a high-powered camera in the buoy. And then there's the world's most conspicuous penguin periscope. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be a supervillain, don't have the, the shape of your character as the periscope. Yeah, you shouldn't have your logos on these different things. If yeah. anything, make it like Mr. Freeze. So they're like, ha-ha, Mr. Freeze, screw <laughs> you. Off the case, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so good. So they're at the buoy, and <laughs> they see the periscope, and this is... One of my favorite of the holy, you know, Robin always says, like, holy submarine, Batman, or holy sardine, Batman. Can we play holy long John Silver, please? 
Holy Long John Silver, a pirate periscope. <laughs> That's clutch. There are so, so many holy something somethings in this movie. Holy bikini, that was close. I don't know. That makes no sense. None of them make any sense. Like when the shark attacks, he goes, "Holy sardine!" I'm just, I'm curious if Robin just has like a weird thing in his head that goes off whenever he gets stressed out where he just like yells the first thing that comes to his mind where yeah. it's like I don't understand how to deal with situations that are stressful holy oh. non sequiturs what was that <laughs> holy non sequiturs <laughs> holy non sequiturs Batman that's what it is I, you know I, the only thing I could think of with um, holy long dead you know actually it happened to me once I'm lying I know where this this has happened before I grew up in the Midwest, and places like Ponderosa, Long John Silver's, Red Lobster, all that stuff was like, that was like classy dining in Ohio. You know, people get all bougie I'm, out I'm, here in Los Angeles, I'm and not, they're like, I, I don't go to chain restaurants in Los Angeles. There's too many local places. I'm going to eat acai bowls. I do that. I, I, I'm mocking myself. Anyway, so I was in Ohio. I went back to visit Ohio, and the first thing when I pulled into Akron, I saw Long John Silver's, and I just looked at my wife, and I yelled... Holy Long John Silver! <laughs> Good way to cut it off, because the rest would have made no sense. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, that was a good times. That was good times. Holy, here we go again, Batman. Where are those from, Zach? I have those from the DC Movie News show. I love it. I love it so much. I thought much. it was just on you know, your iPod or something. It's like, oh, this will be perfect. I was saying how, uh, so then the buoy, they get attached to it by the magnet. The magnets attach them, and these missiles are coming at them, and they have this missile jammer device. <laughs> Which looks like, like... I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. It just looks like a, a Game Boy, almost. Yeah. Not it, even, though. It looks like a remote control for, like, a, a motorized vehicle, like a, a truck oh, or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, ah, and he gets the first couple, and then the last one, the batteries die conveniently. I mean, Batman, you plan for everything. You plan for sharks. You plan for barracudas. You plan for uh, penguin gas uh, antidote. Why didn't you plan for lithium batteries that last longer, you know, or Duracell at the very least? Yeah. Or Energizer. Come on, Batman. You didn't think of batteries? Backup batteries? That's Bush League. So the, the torpedo's coming straight at him, and he yells, can we do the confounded? Confounded! The batteries are dead! <laughs> <laughs> They're stuck there. They're stuck there. There's nowhere to go. They're magnetized because of their utility belts. Confounded! The batteries are dead! I understand the frustration, though, because, you know, I, I have several remotes for my TV, my, my Apple TV, the sound system, and if one of them goes out, it's just super frustrating. And the other night, I, my TV remote wasn't working, and I looked at my wife and I yelled, Confounded! The batteries are dead! And she was like, well, just go get two double A's from the junk drawer. And I was like, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Precisely. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah, I, I, and then the save them. That's the crazy yep. thing that saves them. And all of a sudden, these porpoises come out of nowhere. Yeah, they don't really explain what happens until after. They're just like, oh, what's going to happen? And then they cut away, and the villains celebrate for... Play a drinking game in this movie for any time the villains celebrate thinking Batman and Robin are dead without confirming their death. Like, they have a periscope. They could look. But they're like, ha, 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 I bet that one hit him. <laughs> and they're doing like dosey does in there. Like it's like, guys, you're supervillains in Gotham, which looks oddly like Santa Monica, you know. <laughs> but just, just, just double check, just double check. But then they are. So what happens is, you, what you were hinting at is that they they show 
you hear an explosion, you don't know what happens, then suddenly there's a jump cut to Batman and Robin driving off in a boat. Yeah, they're totally cool. And what happens? What happens, Joe? Tell it, our audience. Four penguins, no, no, four, four porpoises sacrifice their lives yeah. for them yeah. by just going and just being like, no! no! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Is that a porpoise noise? I don't know. <laughs> and if you think we're just high right now or I'm having a fever dream from heat, we have the sound clip to prove that this is real. There is a noble porpoise sound clip? Can we play that? Nobility of the almost human porpoise. What's True, Robin. It was noble of that animal to hurl himself into the path of that final torpedo. He gave his life for ours. True, Robin. It was noble of that porpoise. I like that he calls him the the nobility of the almost human porpoise, Batman. What? What? Well, they do have sex for pleasure. I mean, they're mammals, yeah. right? So I guess. But I've never thought of a porpoise and been like, that, could, that thing's almost human. <laughs> never. Like just a couple of chromosomes away and we got ourselves. Yeah. Like, I, think, I think it was Aquaman. I'd like to think you that think they, so? were, Maybe. they were somehow, like, they were hoping for a sequel. Yeah. And they're like, we'll introduce Aquaman in later. What a shitty Aquaman, though, to be like, hey, porpoise, sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> Aquaman just controls the porpoise. Like, wait, 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 no, no, I was just hanging out with my porpoise family. <laughs> that was dark. That was dark. Por- uh, the unintentionally noble porpoise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because Aquaman just sacrificed the porpoises. Yeah. There's too many of you. You're the deer of the ocean. <laughs> Hashtag deer of the ocean. Everyone likes dolphins more than porpoises anyway. Yeah, come on. Porpoises are like wet dogs. Yeah. You know, with fins. So now we go back, and, and Batman and Robin go to this guy. First, they're like, we're going to make a call to somebody. I forget who they call, but they're like, Totally routine question. Have you sold any pre-atomic subs to anyone lately? And he's like, oh, let me see, actually. And then he goes through and he goes, yeah, it was to someone named P.N. Gwynn. I didn't check his ID, but his name was P.N. Gwynn. And then Batman and Robin are like, Penguin! Oh, it's gotta be him. Wait, aha, could it be? And then, oh my god, so then, <laughs> this movie's so absurd, I don't even know where to go. So Kit comes along, right? Comrades. And, and there's the... First off, they connect the dots to find out that Kitka and Bruce Wayne have a little flirtatious banter. Oh, but wait, we got to oh, figure yeah, out. We got to figure out why they figured out it was Catwoman with with the Riddler's riddle. Oh my God! What does a turkey do when it flies yes. upside down? It gobbles up, of course. Yeah, <laughs> like what does weighs six ounces and sits in a tree and is very dangerous. Sparrow with a machine gun, duh. Of course. And what eats a sparrow in a in a tree? A Catwoman! A Catwoman! <laughs> if you think that's absurd, we also have the sound clip for the connecting the dots of the riddles. Can we play that one? I forget what I called it. It's something like connecting the dots. Uh, oh, man. I just love seeing the arrow. There Listen to these riddles. Tell me if you interpret them as I do. One. What has yellow skin and writes? A ballpoint banana. <laughs> right. Two. What people are always in a hurry? Russian people? Russians. Right again. Now, what would you say they mean? Banana? Russian. I've got it. Someone Russian is going to slip on a banana peel and break their neck. Precisely, Robin. The only possible meaning. A clear threat to Miss Kitka's life. Who? Miss Kitka. The charming Russian journalist from the Moscow Bugle. Miss Kitka, the charming Russian journalist from the Moscow Bugle. You could just... Imagine his bat boner growing as he's saying that. He's just like, ah, I'll be right back. I have to use the bat bathroom and the bat lube. Precisely, Robin. <laughs> the only possible meaning. 
He gets only, so hung up on her. That's my best. That's my favorite thing. The only possible meaning. I'm pretty sure there's several possible meanings to that absurd riddle. And I couldn't get any of them when I was trying to figure it out for myself no. at home. I'm like, what? Is you know going why? Because we don't have the brain of a toddler. No. That's why. Or uh, precisely. Well, precisely. You gotta call my ex girlfriend and tell me that because she does not agree. <laughs> Ask my wife on a daily basis. She's yeah. like, no, no, no. Ben has the brain of a toddler. Trust me. Trust me. He does. So Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne and Kit could go out on a date, and and it's hilarious and one of the most uncomfortable sexual tension scenes I've ever seen in a movie. And I've seen The Specialist with Sharon Stone and Sylvester Stallone, and that's one of the weirdest shower sex scenes ever. But this made me feel weirder. Oh. When they're in the carriage, and Kitka's leaning her forehead and half-opening an eye looking at him like... Da da envision it envision our your fantasy she's basically egging on a 40-year-old man's wet dream and he's like uh i dare not say what i'm thinking uh but it's reaching a climax he actually says it's reaching a climax can we play that it approaches a climax <laughs> and yet not so fast be more slow just play that again not yet but Imagine this time, instead of a 1966 Batman movie, you're watching a 1980s uh, Red Shoe Diaries or a Skinamax softcore porn, and you could lift this dialogue from that and put it in there, and it would have the same meaning. Let's try it again. It approaches a climax. Yet, not so fast, be more slow. Even the music. The music sounds like a shitty porno. It does. It does. Oh. <laughs> I can't get over the fact that it's just and it's so nasty. It's just like, oh my god! And like you even real in, your, pervy. in your fantasy, you're prematurely ejaculating. <laughs> yeah, like like you don't even give yourself enough yeah. credit to get the job done. Batman. Little did we know that Adam West's Batman was the original forty year old virgin because the way he acts in these scenes is like a teenage boy who's never had sex. Like. Oh shit! Or, or like me, the first time I was ever taken to a strip club, and I'm like, oh god, what do I do? <laughs> Where do I there look? is a strange woman. I'm just going to talk to you about what you're doing. Oh, you're learning guitar, acoustic, or electric? True story. First lap dance I ever got when I was 18. Instead of doing anything else, I got a lap dance and talked to her about the uh, acoustic skills she had and how calloused her fingers were. Ah, it got oh. weird, and not even in a dirty way with calloused fingers. So that's my life, and I'm sticking to it. So we got the approaches to climax. Batman gets uh, knocked out by penguin gas. They go, and we already talked about how um, the best bad guy plan ever, but I want to play the sound clip, just in case you thought I was kidding earlier, about the best villain plan ever. Can we play <laughs> It's all set. He puts his foot here, my secret jack-in-the-box fires, shooting him up through the window, out over the sea, into the waiting arms of penguins, exploding octopus. <laughs> what a deliciously humorous trajectory. And nothing to link us with the crime. And nothing to link you with the crime. Everything links you with that crime. It started off in your secret lair. Yeah. Like, you want to not link it with the crime, like, I don't know, put poison gas in Penguin's umbrella instead of knockout gas. You just poison him when you, next time you see him. The villains and the heroes in here, I, I want to live in a world where the villains are this dumb. Imagine that. Imagine that. If, like, villains that we fight on a day-to-day -day basis in this world, whatever they may be, we're this silly. Like, aha, I know what we're going to do to the Americans. We're going to make their president come over here and sit on a, on a lever and it's going to launch them into the ocean into an exploding octopus. Aha, yes, that's how we'll get rid of them and, and to democracy. You know, imagine that. 
That'd be amazing if the Cold War tactics between Russia and the United States was that. <laughs> Holy shit. Like a one-upsmanship of ma- a game of mousetrap is what it seems like. Yeah. They, they, there's, they, and, and when they find out that like actually people are legitimately dying, then everyone freaks out. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, whoa, wait. These yeah. guys are never coming yeah. back. Because yeah. <laughs> there's the one guy that blows up who gets one of the pirates. He's like, yo-ho, and he gets launched off and blows up by the octopus. And it's like a moment where everybody's like, Oh shit! Uh, we weren't supposed to kill people. We were supposed to push them in the water, and they would climb back out and get knocked back into yeah. the water again. It's like that brilliant episode of Community where Joel McHale and them get sucked into GI Joe, the animated series. Yes, and Joel McHale just shoots one of the Cobra guys for I think Cobra Commander or somebody, and they're all everybody freaks out and like, oh, you can't kill people, <laughs> and it's just that's what this feels like, where they're like, ha. What could we possibly do? Well, we can't kill him in a real way. We have to come up with the most elaborate scheme imaginable. It's amazing. So then he, Bruce Wayne fights everybody, jumps out the window because he doesn't have to worry about the window anymore because the, the, guy went the poor Yoho guy already blew up. Then he reunites with um, Robin. And they're like, hey, we got to go. We got to go save the day. There's this sub, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of non sequiturs that get us to the sub. But at oh no! First they go to their secret lair where he he escaped from, and they have a very weird. Did you notice the super strange anti drinking message? Oh yeah, they're like you know you, I would never want to not know what I was doing with yeah. myself. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, this movie gets real anti alcohol real quick, and I have that clip too. It's, it's amazing someone hasn't already reported this place to the police. It's a low neighborhood full of rum pots. They're used to curious sights, which they attribute to alcoholic delusions. Gosh, drink is sure a filthy thing, isn't it? I'd rather be dead than unable to trust my own eyes. I love when he's like, it's a low neighborhood full of, what does he say, despots? Is that what he said? No, rum, I think rum, rum spots. Yeah, full of, what is it? Can we play that first part again? The rum spot or whatever? It's amazing someone hasn't already reported this place to the police. It's a low neighborhood. Full of rum pots. Rum, rum pots. They're used to curious sights. What are rum pots? Rum hut. Rum hut? Like a little hut? Like you go Full and get like some rum? Rum hut. Oh, rum huts. It really sounds like he says rum pots. <laughs> rum pots. I, full of, uh, it's a low neighborhood. I like that in his voice there, I can tell that he's emotional about this. He is. He's really distraught. This like, bothers him. These people are going around. I like rum pots better, though. I do like rum pots Walking better. down the, you know, around the neighborhood and just taking a ladle full of rum. Yeah, I'm going to say it's rum pots. I'm going to say it's rum pots. Yeah. I like rum pots better. <laughs> so they get up there. They, they get up to the lair, and all that's left behind is the world's n- never-ending fuse bomb. It's a, bo- it's a big cartoonish-looking bomb. <laughs> that was the best. Ex- can you explain to the audience what happens with this bomb? What do they do, Joe? Okay, so uh, they're, they're going to get rid of this bomb to defuse it, and then mm-hmm. everyone's bailing. Like, oh, you know, Robin's like, I'm out, and Batman's like, I'm out too. But then he realizes, i got to save... Kitka. So he runs in, yep. realizes Kitka's not there, not there, and then he's like, oh, I'll have to do something with the bomb. So then he picks up the bomb, and every time he goes to throw it somewhere, there's like a couple making out. Or there's at one point, he goes to throw it in the ocean, and there's four ducks floating there, and he's like, oh, can't kill the he's, ducks. He could have sacrificed the ducks. Yeah, he totally could. So he's running around, he's like, we don't have much time to begin with. Meanwhile, it's this the montage, longest sequence ever. Like five minutes, and each one is more hilarious than the next. Again, why 
didn't the superheroes or the supervillains just make a bomb with a shorter fuse? Yeah. But maybe they're like, well, he could show up within like 15 minutes from now or 20 minutes. So should we just do 20? We gotta give a little, yeah, a little, just pat it just a bit. He got to pat it. Fuse it. I mean, the worst thing that could happen is we'd blow up an empty building without Batman. I, if it, if it, the plane is thwarted, then we'll just blow him up another time off the springboard into the exploding shark. We actually have what Batman says, though, when he's frustrated about the bomb. Can we play that? You can't uh, get rid of a bomb? Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. I have the same problem with my life. You know what? That, I, I would do a clogged toilet joke, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to, but you can just, you can just envision that. But, you know, I, I've, I've often been thinking lately about nuclear weapons and, and not to get political, but why do we need them? You know, why do we need them? Because if, if, we ha- if we let them off, if another country lets them off, we're all dead. You know? Oh, yeah. So why don't we all just get rid of the bombs? But, you know, then you, you talk to any politician or something, and they'll just say, Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. And I go, okay, all yeah, right. Fair I enough. Mean, fair enough, fair enough. You, you, you said your piece. You know, you know guys, <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yes. sometimes uh, Warner Brothers is uh, putting out a lot of movies. Uh, these days, this is they're, this they're is not seeing, me. This don't tweet angry things at Ben Begley. It's all they, Zach. They're, they're they're seeing a lot of stuff come back in the box office results, but at the end of the day, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, Shots oh. fired. That's when they send it to Universal. They give uh, the rights I can't to wait. Them. I can't wait. First comment's gonna be you Marvel fanboys and your kitty coated movies that have humor for children. Oh my God, we're all friends. We all like nerd stuff. Get over it. We're all friends. <laughs> Shots fired, Zach. Shots fired. So then, oh my god, we forgot about this in the three minutes. That Penguin's idea is to disguise himself as the Commodore by just putting a goatee on and a different colored hat, still having his penguin nose and his penguin cigar and still going, wah, 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 wah. and his big idea is that he's going to get into the bat lair with the dehydrated pirates, rehydrate them to destroy Batman. Because a bunch of goons could fight Batman and Robin in their lair. They have literally everything at their disposal there. Terrible plan. But Batman and Robin go along with it, it right? It almost worked. Yeah, they they know he's the Penguin, but they're like, well, it could maybe not be him. It's, I don't understand. Like, uh, how does that happen? I, it, it, it boggled my mind. I mean, I thought that maybe they were going to all of a sudden like spring the trap on him. But then, even when they found out that it was the penguin, they're like, "Don't worry, it's all cool." Like, and they, they just let him go of- off to the water and get a glass of water. Yeah, and he's like dinking around back there so loud. It's like he's playing like an off-Broadway version of Stomp behind there. He's like, "Doom, doom, doom!" Oh, well, thank you for bringing me here. Laying out like cording and like big tubing. Don't mind me. I'm just going over here. They're just like, "Huh? I wonder." Curious. And Batman always does this weird thing whenever he's thinking in this movie where, like, he doesn't know... What, he's like Ricky Bobby where he doesn't know what to do with his hands, so he'll be like... At one point, he literally stands like this. You can't see it. Oh, hold on. Where he literally goes like, huh. But he doesn't rest his hand on his chin or his arm here. It's just, like, weirdly, like, gotta leave room for Jesus. That's what it's like. It's like, huh. I'm not really sure, Robin, but it might be the Penguin. And then he does. He was about to hook up with Kit Kat, and then all of a sudden he did the same thing. He's like, hmm, come with me to the bed. Yes. And we should maybe go to your room. <laughs> it's like, what? Ah, so I'm pretty sure Batman might be the villain of this movie. <laughs> he might be. He's, oh, he's definitely a creeper. Oh, my God. So then they, the pirate tubes get reanimated, which I didn't know was possible until this moment. I thought the pirates were dead. 
I thought the end like, and then I was thinking like, why didn't like the fourth and fifth pirate just peace out? Like, no, nope, yeah. I'm out. This they is literally don't react when yeah. the rest of them are getting turned to dust. They're just like, okay, yep, this is part of the job, part of the job. So we'll fast forward a little bit because they go to the United World Security Council. They dehydrate all of them. They're all just screaming at each other, by the way, which is probably not unlike an actual UN meeting. Seems about uh, right. Yeah, seems about right. Uh, and they're just screaming at each other in their very blatant, um, sort of racist versions of their language uh, and stereotypical versions of their language. And um, they get, again, they all get dehydrated and no one reacts. Yeah, they, they go just around keep the table. yelling. There's like 12 of them and not even the last one's like, oh, shit. And, you know, that's, the, that's on the director to be like, hey, um... You know, you know, after like five of them, maybe you should start panicking and you run and you get dehydrated and then you run. Nope. 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 Just, he's not, he's not, there's no one else for him to yell at. And nope. so he's just like, Shalom, ra, el mundo, el mundo, el mundo. Oh, it's amazing. So they get all dehydrated and then they do the, then they're all in the sub. And when Robin and, and Batman come and they find the sub, they find him on the radar and they're shooting the bat blasts at him. And you just see it. <laughs> And it's like it, it falls over legitimately. <laughs> it, it, it like seriously, like there's okay. So here's the it's going like whoa, whoa, whoa. At one point it goes whoa, oh, and then it fixes itself again, and then it goes backwards, and it's like there's no way that it can come back. There's up. no way that it cannot. And the smash. dust isn't moving. No, it's uh it's the strongest glass ever. It is until so they they catch it. Batman catches it, and then the Commodore comes out like, wait a minute. I'm not at sea. Where am I? Where's my tea? I'm in a submarine. Oh, jolly show. And he bumps into Batman, knocks over everything, and then to top it all off, he sneezes and blows all the United World Committee delegates dust into each other. The last hope for the the, the world, which I still don't understand what they were dealing with. They were the last hope. I don't know. So they try and scoop it all up. And then there's this epic fight scene. I think we may have jumbled things, but there's this epic fight scene between like twelve pirates and the four villains and a real cat in the mix of it. And a, like, like I thought that they would like do a stuffed cat. No, no. Like the whole time, Batman's like punching and like flailing We're around this cat. cat. I don't know how that cat. That's the most. I've never seen a cat that could do that. I know. His arms were probably all scratched and up. If that wasn't a real cat, it was a very realistic looking model. Yeah. It was more realistic than the baby in American Sniper. That's for sure. That's true. That's for sure. But so it's one of those funny things, though, that like, so the Catwoman throws it. Her big thing in the battle is she throws a cat at Batman. And then she runs up behind him like she wasn't supposed to in a moment, where she goes like, Ray! and then she's like, oh shit, and like, like runs off. Which, by the way, Lee Merriweather's great in this movie. Yeah. She's she's so sexy and so cool as Catwoman. All the villains are great. This movie's hilarious, but it's ridiculous. They're fighting each other. The, everybody gets knocked into the sea, the ocean, several times. Finally, they climb back up, and then they chase Catwoman back down. And that's when they realize, when the mask comes off, Miss Kitka, Kitka. it was you all along. Oh, Oh my! And he's just like heartbroken. Yeah, from this like, woman he went off on one carriage ride with and had a, a pseudo weird wet dream. And about. there was a mu- the music interlude where he's just like, I don't know where that orchestra came from. He was so sad, but That's he why. was. It was heartbreaking. He was so sad. Yeah. And then so they they gather up all the dust. You don't really see what happens to the villains. You assume they get arrested, just like you assume a porpoise jumped in front of the torpedo. Yeah. Just like you assumed Batman ducked behind the metal things when he threw the bomb. and of that's course. What, yeah, everything. So the, the villains apparently get arrested, I guess. We're back in the United World Committee. 
and they're they they're they're oh no first they have to separate it all and everybody's nervously wait, waiting and they they cut to all these like shitty shots that are clearly weird b-roll footage of other countries because it's really grainy of like russia and stuff like of a crowd you know yeah they separate them out they bring them back to the 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 world united whatever building they drop a few it's the weirdest thing to me is that how this tiny pile of dust is a full human and it takes like two drops of water to rehydrate them. Like distributed from a, 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 a hose, <laughs> a straight up garden hose. Yeah. They're like, quick, get it ready. And he's like, okay. And that's it. Just like three turns. <laughs> it's like, what? It takes more food coloring to make uh, different colored icing for Christmas cookies than it does to rehydrate these world delegates. It's completely ridiculous. And they reanimate all at the same time and immediately start screaming at each other again. Like, no, they, they haven't missed a beat. They haven't no. missed a beat. Nope, nothing's like, oh my god, we have been dead or unconscious or there has to be some sort of uh, like organ redistribution thing that happens or like your brainwaves get messed up by that. Like, yeah, it, it, all the dust is there, but it's not in the same order yeah. where it was laying. Yeah, I mean, you would think that they'd come up with like an arm here and a foot here. That'd be amazing if they all came up looking like Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah. Which you know how much I love Garbage Pail Kids on this show. Now, we will play the final the final sound clip because we got to get out of here. Is Batman and Robin are staring and smiling at all these world leaders yelling at each other, thinking they've done a job, a job well done, which is so weird to me because the leaders are still screaming at each other and clearly not getting along. In, in but, totally different languages. Yeah, so I don't know what's happening. Can we play the Batman and Who knows, Robin? This strange mixing of minds may be the greatest single service ever performed on the night. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window, we'll use our bat ropes. Our job is finished. That's the end of the movie. What a morose way to end it. You think Zack Snyder's movies are depressing? That's such a depressing ending. When he's Our job is finished. Our job is finished. And kind of a creep. I imagine him being like, all right, this is where that Miss Kitka lookalike lives. We're going to sneak in her window inconspicuously like that's what he sounds like he sounds like a like a guy that like a peeping tom i'm going to watch her change at night and then go home and reach a climax oh god i hate myself precisely robin precisely possible meaning yes yes oh man it has been fun talking the 1966 classic batman the movie as much as we made fun of this movie this movie is supposed to be made fun of they made it intentionally campy it is a blast. If you're having superhero over serious superhero fatigue, this is definitely the antidote for that. And go see Suicide Squad. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. And I want I want more of the franchise. It's not a perfect movie by any means. Third act is kind of, but the squad itself is a blast. Harley Quinn and Joker are really cool. I want to see just a spinoff of just them. Anyways, Some jo- days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> Shots fired. Joe, where can they find you? At Jojo Doyle on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yes, and you can find me at the Ben Begley on Twitter and Instagram. Also, the movie that my wife and I wrote, The Funhouse Massacre, we've been gone a few weeks, so I will remind you. It is still out on Video On Demand, DVD, 
uh, red box. It's a red box, so you can spend two bucks and watch it. And if you do watch the Funhouse Massacre, send me a tweet with you watching it or a photo of you, your face, your reaction. If you liked it, if you didn't, I'll retweet it. If you didn't like it, I probably won't retweet it. But it's fine. I want to know your opinion. <laughs> and uh, anyways, until next time, thank you so much for joining us. We will be back next week. We're very excited to keep this guilty movie tr- pleasure train running. So until next time, what is your guilty movie pleasure? From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals. Do you understand? The concept of the tooth fairy.